Walking to the arcade in the misty Portland air, Jack was eager to spend his roll of quarters on video games. The mornings were always the best. Less people, less noise. Upon entering the arcade, Jack noticed a new game in the center front aisle of the long aisle of games. This is where the exciting new release went. This game looked odd. In a solid black cabinet with just a title marquee on the top. But hey, it's new. Jack walked up to the game and began to play. Lights flashed and flickered, and the joystick moved around, scoring points seamlessly at will. This game was awesome. Jack couldn't believe it. He couldn't break away. Even when he got a headache, he continued to play. When he finished his quarters, it was time to go. The misty Portland morning evolved into a rainy Portland day. No worries, this is life here. A few blocks into his walk home, the headache became almost unbearable. He leaned over and vomited. He stood up and stumbled home. Across the street, a man in a black suit took detailed notes. Notes of what Jack was doing, noting the vomit. The man continued to follow Jack until he was home. Welcome to Quill and Dagger. My name is Jay, and I'm joined this time with Patrick. Hi. How you doing, Patrick? Decent. Oh, well, that's good, you know. Today was a big, uh, it was a big weekend this weekend. It was SAT weekend here at our house. So, uh, yeah. So, Patrick's sibling, you know, got to go take the test, and he, he slept the whole time. Uh, no, I didn't. You tried to sleep most of the time. That I did. Yes. But we're glad he's awake. Finally, can come in here and do his little thing and talk to us about the topic of the day. Now, before we get into it, I want to say I'm enjoying this, having a great time. This is this is episode five. Obviously, we're going to be here for a while. So, once you go on over, get the show notes, click on Patreon, give us some love. We need love. We need love too. Everyone needs love, and we need a microphone. A love and a microphone. And we'll keep making more shows. I've, that's I promise. Yeah. You have anything you wish to add, Patrick? Um. Okay. Well, if get closer to the microphone. Okay. You have anything you'd like to add? Um. If you give us more money, we I I will get a better mic. I just said that. Okay. That. Yeah. Shameless, shameless begging. But here we go. Hey, I'll play more. No. Wait. Now that uh, now now that first that cold open um, uh, you've heard that story before, or something like it, right? Yes, I'm the one that brought it up to you. Yes, no, you haven't. I heard about it before you were born. Thank you. But that's you're welcome. Now, if you've heard it, you, you know what it's about. It's about a video game named Polybus, and it was rumored to be in the Portland area in the early '80s, and it was rumored to be an experiment. You mispronounced it. It's Polybius. Okay. Mr. Smarty Pants, what does that mean? I don't know. Do you? Yes, I do. What does it mean? Well, it's actually, a, it's it's a Greek philosopher. Oh, yeah. Okay, and he's what? famous for thinking about things, I guess, as philosophers do. I thought he was a historian. You're right. Historian. He hung out with the philosophers. And, uh, well, his name is, uh, you got... 
poly, which is mini. Okay. Mm-hmm. And bias, right? Is that how you say it? Bias, which means lives. Mini so lives. it's mini lives. Just like cats. No, no, because they only have nine lives. If I knew how to say nine in Latin, then it would be nine bias. Nine bias. Yes, yes, it would. Nine bias. Now, you'll go on the internet and you'll find all this stuff about about the game, but I, I'm just here to tell you that nobody's actually ever, you know, no one knows what the game is like. No one has a recording of what the game was like. It's all speculation. It's all guessing. But there's a whole lot of weird rumors that go around with this game. You know, it's it's you could say it's one of the first internet urban legends. Yes, yes, you could say that. In fact, let's let's say this is the first internet urban legend. It actually began on Usernet in nineteen ninety four, was the first mention of it. Wow. Now, for those of you who don't know, you want to tell them what it is? What Usernet is? I don't know what it you is. You don't know? It's, it's like the basic pl- platform. Uh, it's forums. So, you know, if you've ever seen 4chan or 8chan and you know what those are, they're just forums, just people talking about things and then other people chiming in and just having discussions uh, online. That's what Usernet was. And that was the baby internet and they actually you know built the internet coding stuff on top of usenet so the internet's built on top of it does that make sense uh so it's sort Sort of like the first sort of thing yes okay so it's sort of the yeah it's one of the first things now this game what what can you tell me about it um as you heard in the story it was in Portland, Oregon, presumably, in like the 1980s, the early 1980s specifically, for, as postulated to be an experiment by the FBI or somebody like them, uh, generic men in black. Yeah, the men, men in black are in all these these stories. Whenever it has to do something with uh, the government and everything, oh, let's just throw men in black in there, you know, because it's very uncommon to see a man wearing a black suit. You know, so we're just going to throw that in out there. There was a man in a black suit. Hmm. Must be the government. No. Uh, well, I came across some, some stuff that it was uh, rumored to be CIA part of uh, a leftover program from MKUltra. MKUltra was the CIA mind control program. I'm not crazy, folks. This actually existed. You can look it up in declassified documents from the CIA, from the government. You can look it up and you can find out that, yes, this actually happened. The movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats, true story. Well, based on a true story, they, care, they actually tried to do that. I don't know if they tried to kill goats, but, you know, they actually tried. They did. Uh, they did try to kill goats. Okay, they tried to kill goats. With their minds. So, okay, well, uh, I just hope that they weren't uh, successful. Now, according to Snopes, Polybius, the video game, Poly, but Polybius? Polybius. Polybius didn't exist. There's no known actual photograph of it. Everyone thinks they're mock-ups of it. 
there's a screenshot of what looks like a title screen, but it looks far too advanced to be from 1981. So there, there's really nothing that that says, hey, this was a game, but yet people are obsessed with this game. They've tracked down people, they've tracked down and tried to find people who worked on it, and they tried to find people who know anything about the company. Uh, on that mock-up screenshot, it's got a company, it's a German company, it's called... Slenish Lotion? No. Zinish Lotion. Remember, S is a Z in German. So, mm-hmm. so it's actually it's 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 not real German. It's kind of a made up word. It is. Uh, so, like Zinis or Zinis, Zinis, Zinis. That's what it is. Zinis. And then actually, I don't have an umlaut on that O, but it's Zinis Lucian. Lucian. Zinis Lucian. And it it means uh, either since delete or sensory deprivation. And this company does not exist. Wow, that's that's quite interesting. A non-existent company made a non-existent game for a non-existent project. But is it a non-existent project? I mean, think about it. Do you think with the uh, video games that the government uses them to? test things i mean yeah probably i mean like yeah i mean it's a just another medium like books or movies why wouldn't they try it but i mean why would they want to put it in an arcade in portland oregon in 1981 where basically only like teens and kids would use them well uh, they want to use them like 20 or like 30 year olds okay well let's, let's break this down okay so why portland oregon well as you could probably surmise the that area, the the Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest was a, a technology hub. <clears throat> you know, Microsoft is from that area. Yeah. You know, there there was it's just there were a lot of arcades there, and arcades were fairly new concept. I mean, they don't exist today, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would go to the store. I remember growing up, we had one at the mall, and you would go to there and you'd there, buy tokens for quarters. And go put them in the machine and play your little game. And so their target audience was people who played video games. Since most adults didn't grow up on video games, they didn't know anything about video games. This is the generation that learned what video games was. What they are. These are the guys, like... I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw the meme, it was... It cracked me up. Uh, <clears throat> during COVID, everyone had to go home from work. Okay. And there was a meme that uh, it had, a, it was a Call of Duty was the game. And it was something like, hey boys, we invented this stuff. And now we got to work from home. And it was all about these guys who are now in their 40s who started playing, you know, games as kids coming back and playing these games and winning, you know, showing them who's boss. It was great. You know, my, my, uh, my first first person shooter was, uh, 
I know it was it was a uh, Golden Eye for what console? Uh, it was a Nintendo. Um, I've heard of the game Golden Eye sixty four, which I personally want to try. I was horrible. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, it was just horrible because you could do a karate chop and kill somebody, and it's like every time I would turn around and play and karate chop, I would die. Huh. But so so video games in Portland was a was a relatively small culture, so you had a a small contained culture, and they didn't know necessarily what these games, these electronics, would be doing to people, and why not? I mean. Of course, why did they release it in 1980? Because they had it. So, that's why they released it in 1981. Now, yeah, so all that's why. Now, can you... So, yeah, there you go. Anything else? Um... So... Well, let me ask you this. So, if, uh, if they were to try to come up with a a game what could what would they do it now i mean do you think that there's like you know operatives playing uh these these games these first person shooters to find out who's best or they're using these as recruit tools you know because they say like oh if you can hack the pentagon they'll hire you don't hack the pentagon that sounds just like a challenge yeah well and why not with video games? Video games, I mean, it's hand-eye coordination. It's thinking quick. It's There's a whole lot involved in the the body when you play a video game. It's nothing like these, like Polybius. I mean, I think I saw a thing that basically said that the gameplay of Polybius was very similar to, like, Galaga or something. Well, I mean, again, that's somebody speculating because nobody knows. I heard it was, like... Uh, Tietsu, which is a, it's a vector game where you had a little knob and it would spin in your hand and you would spin it. And then on the screen, you would have like a geometric shape and the button, you would fire things down the walls. And so you'd spin it around the wall and you'd be shooting down. And and the goal was to not get, not let the little monsters that were coming up the pipe get to you. Sounds very basic. It is very basic. It's fun though. It's very addictive. You know, it was just it was fun, and I played it a lot. I wasn't that good. At that. I wasn't very good at that either. Yeah, I'm noticing that there's a routine of you not being very good at a lot of things. Well, I just I I like the calm games. You know, I I, I played Minecraft a lot when you were really little. You did. I did. And now you play it with everybody, and that makes it annoying for me. So I, you played Minecraft when it first came out, not when it's first when it first hit Xbox. When it first hit Xbox, yeah, the three sixty. Yeah, we had it on three sixty. We did. Yes. Where's the desk? I don't know. Well, now I want to try it. I've... We made two moves since then. It's in a box somewhere in some part of the house. Well, it's not my fault that you can't keep track of your games. I've moved on. I have not. I want to find it. So, uh, you did a little research on this. What did you come up with? Me? Yes. What did you come up with? Um, well, I couldn't find much, but 
like a lot of information is pretty hard to find on it because as you stated with like minecraft for the r360 a lot of the internet has sort of moved a lot in the past couple of years Mm-hmm. um so like it's really hard to find concrete dates on this sort of stuff so i couldn't really figure out like any concrete dates for like when people found stuff but like no one could really find any dumped roms from the game in any real landfills Mm-hmm. No one's really sure if there's any more games outside of Portland, Oregon. There could be one in a, in a local arcade somewhere. We don't know. I really don't know of any arcades that exist anymore. I mean, there are some in malls. I mean, there there's different... There's Yes, there are arcades that... Like, these big adult arcades, I guess you would call them, where there's these huge things. You get into the... You know, fighter pilot thing, and the whole, it rocks back and forth, like... 3D gaming. That just sounds like a very fun way to play uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yes, yes, I think it is. You know, I knew a guy that built himself a simulator. I need to find this man. His name was Tony. I used to work with him. Oh. Uh, he had like three monitors, so he'd have like the first monitor in the middle and the two on the sides, so you could look out that way, and then he kind of had a mock-up thing. Personally, I like to fly a Boeing 737. That That would be fun for me. It's Boeing 737. Boeing 747. 747. 737. 777. I don't, I don't care. I just want to. I, I just want to fly Boeing's planes. They're fun. They're, they're big. They're fun. They're huge. They are. I guess I don't like planes. I'm not afraid of them falling. It's just they're very uncomfortable. I mean, I I personally am very Basically, it's made of, instead of, like, aluminum or something, it's made of, like, something that's, like, really bendable. So, like, instead of the wings rising a normal amount, it it can rise to a maximum of, like, I don't know, like, 12 feet above normal. Wow. So, like, you can just, like, look outside your window and you're just like, why is my entire vision white? And then, like, you ask the person in front of you and they're just like, oh, no, that's just the wing. They They should make sure they tell people that. No, no, no. It would be funnier if they didn't, if people didn't know. Because then they'd just, like, outside and be like, uh, ma'am, flight attendant person, the wing seems to be ready to snap off. And if the flight attendant responded, oh, yeah, it does that. No, see, that's no joke. I was on a, uh, one of the trips I was flying back from Europe, and, uh, I think I was, I was landing in Atlanta, and I had a, a window seat. And we come in and we land and I'm looking out and I can, I'm in the back and I can see the, the engine. And so as soon as we hit ground and then they, I don't know what it was, was it air brakes or whatever, but the back of the engine just kind of opens up a little bit, opens it just whoosh, and it looked like, I mean, it was all part of the process that these vents opened up on the back of the jet engine that were hanging on the wing. Yeah. But I didn't know this. So I see that and I'm like. It, my heart stopped because it's like in my head it's like we're dead the plane's about to explode it just exploded i was just waiting for the fire to come at me but no it was just how they land a plane so but they should definitely tell people about that again it would be funnier if people didn't know for who for me to just watch them to record them post it online so now uh this video game back in portland men in black do you buy that yes totally you just you, you okay? Listen, this was a this. We started looking at this this topic 
and we found a bunch of videos on it and we watched them and they really didn't tell us much. They didn't tell, nope, you know, they told me basically, I understood it as no one knows because they spent a lot of time going down rabbit holes, not about the game, but about people who might have known somebody who did something then. Hearsay. And it was like double hearsay, triple hearsay. But they never actually talked about, you know, what the game was. They didn't go into why they would do this. Why would you have a game that would uh, do this to somebody? And they, you know, they say it causes vomiting, nausea, and all kinds of things like that. How would they know? Don't know. They never played the game. So it's just a true urban legend. Uh, And we say it's one of the first or the first because it... Without the internet, this this legend wouldn't exist. It was the computer age that allowed this legend to be created. Video games. And it wasn't until, I think 2000 is, 2001 or something like that, is when somebody first mentioned it on like Reddit or something. I don't know, I could be wrong. And then people started looking into it saying, well, what is that? And then the rumors started, and then the stories, and who knows, it might be some, you know, Guy in the backwoods of Montana on creepypasta. I don't know. Just making the making this stuff up. It's just a guy in the trees with some money and he was just like, oh yeah, let's look at the internet. But what's really what's really fascinating is is the way this has grabbed our our culture. It's they've incorporated this game into pop culture. Uh, there's a s- scene in The Simpsons where Bart goes into a video game and arcade, and guess what video games he's standing next to? Oblivious. Yes, and this happens several times in different shows. Well, yeah. Just little... Just like a little... Hey. Little Easter eggs like, oh, look, oh, oh, look, oh. So, you know, I, I guess that the... I guess the final verdict is, didn't exist. So, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, it's good to have Patrick back. We're going to see if he can uh, get his homework done and come back next week. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. I mean, I have a good idea. What? Um, we could talk about some the uh, amusement parks. Amusement parks. I sent you a one hour and forty minute video. See, you gotta stop doing that. I love sending you videos though because I find it so interesting. It, it, okay. Listen, it was, it was about Epcot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, it was. We'll see what we we'll see what we can dig into. It, it was by a great YouTube channel by Defunct Land. Okay. Well. It'll definitely go on the on the on the board. We'll put it on the board under under our topics. Right now we have about fifty topics that I just brainstormed like, you know, three years ago. We we'll need a whiteboard it. in here to just sort of like a really big whiteboard. Like ten feet across. Yeah, working on that. I can't even you know we, we you could buy one of those if we had donors. Well actually we followers. Would, we just need some paint because there's paint to make any wall a whiteboard. Better yet, a mirror. That would look really cool. I don't think so. Oh come on, it would be cool. I don't think so. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. I know this this one was a little choppy, but we're trying something a little different. We're trying to go for of a conversational feel more this time. You know, again, we're still young at this, and we're trying out different formats for the show to see how it works out. To see is it do we want it to be more of a I'm telling you something, or does it want to be more of a hey we're all part of the discussion or a mixture of both. So you know, uh, like us. Follow us, comment, let us know. Did you like it? Which one do you want? Do you, you know, tell us what to do. We're not above criticism. In fact, that's the only way that we can get better. 
So make sure you follow us. You give us five stars on your platform of choice. Go to Patreon. Give us your money. You know, if if you're feeling generous, we accept that. We we do not accept. We also accept pugs as payment. Yes, we love pugs here. So, uh, you know, with that, I just want to say thanks. And uh, you got any final thoughts? Um, money is great. It will improve the show, and we'll um. Also, Plebeus is an interesting topic. (laughs) Yes, it is. Okay, have a great weekend or start of your week. We'll talk to you next time.